Hello everyone, welcome to our daily manna. Let us pray. Our most gracious God, we thank you, Father God, for another day, O Lord, and another day to listen to your word, O God. And Lord, may your Holy Spirit be with us, guide us, and teach us, O Lord, to your word, O God. In Christ's name we pray, Amen and Amen. If you have your Bible, please open with me in John chapter 13, verses 12 to 17. So when he had washed their feet and taken his garments and reclined at the table again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If, if I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, also, you also ought to wash one other's feet. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, nor is one who is the, who is sent greater than the, the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. May the Lord bless us upon reading to his word. This happened before the Passover festival that Jesus already knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. And the devil had already prompted Judas to betray Jesus. We can see in the, we can see this in John 13 verses 18 to 30. And also Jesus predict Peter, Peter's denial. But after knowing all this, what did Jesus did? In verses 4 to 17, as we read that how Jesus washed his disciples' feet. The reason of washing of the feet is a tradition or culture to the Jewish people. Specifically, they use for religious purification and cleansing. And it was used for the purpose of household hospitality or act of hospitality in as an act of highest form of respect and honor. Usually, the one who does this are servants of the, the said of household. By washing the disciples' feet, we saw two things in Jesus' action, that is forgiveness and humility. He already knew he will be betrayed, yet he chose to wash their feet. He is the King of kings, Lord of lords, Master of masters. Yet, he did, he did what a servant would do, Lord, lowered himself to serve others. But why would Jesus do this? Because of love. He loves us and He wants us to do the same, to, the same do to others. And how we make love as a dominating characteristic of our lives. Number one is make love a priority. Loving people is difficult. 
especially those who are difficult to love. Yet, Jesus, through His action, remind us to prioritize love above anger, jealousy, envy, and grudge. Despite any circumstance, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 5, it says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boost. It, not, it is not It is not proud, it is not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. And second, understand the importance of love. In other translations, love is mentioned 310 times in the Bible. If something is repeated many times, it means it is being emphasized or shown great importance. Jesus gave a greatest commandment. Jesus replied that love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second likely that love your neighbor as yourself. If it is being repeated several times, it's greatly emphasized in the Bible. And the same times, the same time, Jesus Himself said the two greatest command commandment is love God and love others. Then we are to obey and follow it. Thirdly, is embody the distinguishing nature of love. If we show Christian love, it is what set us apart from the rest of the world. Jesus did not teach us that we must have an ID or clothes that say that I am Christian or go to, ad, go to people and say, hey, you know, I am a Christian. But our character, our action will prove that we are children of God. We are Christians. We should see in our lives the nature of love. As it is say in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that it is patient and compassionate. It is not jealous or boastful. That it is does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. In the end, the goal of the Christian life is love. The measure of our maturity is love for God and our love for others. If we fail in our love, we miss what it means to be a Christian. The question is, can we do it? Can we love others in this, in this way? The answer is no. We cannot love others like Christ. Without Christ, only with Christ in us can we love others like Christ. 
I urge you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, let us imitate the standard shown by Lord, shown by Lord Jesus Christ. We can only be called children of God if we exemplify love and let us show love to others by being calm in harsh situation. So, good day everyone and the Lord bless us all.